Good morning, coffee moaners. How are we this morning? Nice to see you. I missed you. Oh, we missed you too. How many coffee moanings did I miss? Two. Two? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been in Marbella. It was, was it lovely. sunny? Do you know what, guys? We just couldn't believe it. Me, Kay and Jane just couldn't. Every morning we woke up other. and it was like... Be like this. Ow! What? That really hurt. Like and it was um there wasn't a cloud in the sky so oh, that's a song isn't it sing it it was so nice we didn't do anything <laughs> fancy pantsy we just um frankie bridge was saying the other day apparently to Kay, she says why do old women older women always burst into song when you say it well i went i said oh god she didn't i said mark would love that because you know jane does it all the time as well does she jane yeah. she's a mad music fan Mad she breaks music. into song. She breaks into song. Like, so if a, if a line comes up that there's some t- three words in it, they're in the song. Yeah, but I bet she knows the song. She knows. The, well, not only that, she'll know the year it came yeah, out. No, no, no. So she you can t- sing the song. You two could get bloody married. You yeah, two but could. you, you start off into a song and it bears no relationship to the original thing. I know, but I am happy. Nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. Because when I was no, there. No. Don't forget your ears are very blocked, Mark. Maybe your ears are incredibly hurt. Oh, on that note, tonight you have, I have to say, a really, really special, special home time is landing tonight. Incredibly moving. If you're new to the channel, that's our um, family reality show. It's a a special. It's dedicated to Teddy. And wow, there's a moment or two in there where... I struggled. I struggled mm. editing it. It's a bit emotional. And then there's another bit in there which is truly horrifying about her physical anatomy. I, I, I haven't been able to unsee what I saw. Okay, let's carry on. Do you want to, okay, I want to see if they know what I might be talking about. Because you might not know what I'm talking about. Whoever it was on Instagram who wanted me to do a shout out to their mum, Lucy. Lucy, here's a shout out. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. If I was listening on podcast, this would really annoy me. Love Toffee on Green Figured Hell. Wasn't she funny last night on Green Figured? Isn't she funny in the garden? She's the funniest dog. There was a moment, you must check it out, Nads. There's a moment in Green Figured Hell where I'm doing all the slate under the Acer. I don't know if you saw this. And there's just this sense of a set of eyes. And I lift up the canopy and she's just sat right next to me. Can I also say, this didn't go out, I didn't film this, but shortly after laying a beautiful piece of Welsh slate bed and everything else, what was Toffee's way of kind of, you know, christening my, my, my change garden sort of design? She took an enormous dump on top of all of it. She always likes to let you know who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of someone else. <laughs> my coffee gone? Have you drunk my coffee? What's that happen? Is it there? Is it in that one? Oh, yeah, it's in a bigger car. Okay, so any other news now? What else have you got to tell us? You must have something to tell. What did you eat? I ate far too much bread and oil, and I loved every single morsel of it. Morsel of it. It's so funny because I kept thinking of that no carbs in marbs, and all I did was eat carbs in marbs. Yeah. Stuffed my carbs. I had anything that I wanted, I just had it. Wow. Did a gorgeous yoga lesson outside yesterday by the pool. I did feel very Instagrammable. Did you? Oh my God. I thought, I in this moment, I am an Instagram queen. 
Right. I've got the pool. I've got the blue sky. I'm right. doing yoga. I filmed a bit of me and I some sad old cow trying to get into Did positions. you go to any phone parties? That was the only problem. Me, it, the location was very Instagrammable, but oh, I was babe. still there in my black T-shirt. Oh, there was a lovely post of your breasts bobbing around, bobbing around. That's especially for you. in the beautiful. And um, no phone parties? No, no phone parties oh, this year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, there you go. Well, <laughs> that it? That's it. No drugs? No. Nope. Sex, rock and roll? No. Nope. I saw some garlic prawns. They look nice. They were delicious. That looked like the kind of bowl. that You know the bowl of prawns that if you put your finger in it, it literally melts your body? I have to say, we got on the plane and Kay Farted. got on an episode of Sex Education. Did you? Apparently and I looked over and it was full on porn. Bloody hell. Good I was on like, you, Kay. Kay? If somebody looks through the thing, we're going to be filmed, all the loose women watching porn on that. Because, you know, when there's three of us out and about, there is no escaping. And what did, Everybody did, goes, ah, it's the loose women. And did Jane have the dildo hat on? Mark, because, I mean, it. that always kind of gives it right. away. Right, okay, we're it? moving on because it's just been ridiculous. Just on that sex education, the girls have, have given us a four line. I've wanted to watch it from the beginning, a four line whip. But here's some, here's some intelligence. I don't want to watch it having watched, seen what I no, no, saw. Just, it's good acting. Oh, my God. But what I didn't realize is, is our new um, Doctor. Who comes from it? Is that right? I think he, I think he does. And apparently, he's Kiki's favourite actor in it. She says he's absolutely brilliant. Um, and uh, and apparently, a lot of people are saying season four isn't as good as the previous seasons. That's all I've heard. Well, in this one scene, this woman was putting her finger up. What? The man's. What? Well, you saw it. Well, no, but you saw his face. Oh, that's very different. Uh, so I just got a shout out, uh, Sophia Lopez. Did you lose the lid to this in any? This has all the hallmarks of a Nadia pen, just just left like that. So, Sophia Lopez, happy birthday! Someone else as well. There's an Abby, Abby. There we go. Thank you, Ellery Jones. There's an Abby. Uh, we we try our best to to seal. Now, please make sure I go back to that. Okay. Right. What have we got for you this morning? Suella Braverman. We have to start with Suella Braverman. First of all, why don't we just find out what people think? And we do want different opinions. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. We really, really do. We relish. <laughs> what do we want more? We want we want people to be able to share different ideas. I mean, it's like me, Kay and Jane. You know, we all have very different politics. So by the way, says you can say bum. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum. Um, you know, we all have very different politics, you know, and all sorts of things came up when we were away. And nobody liked to shout at each other. Nobody... You know, and, you know, a lot of people are going to agree with Suella Braverman. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Yeah. So if anybody felt moved by her speech and inspired by her speech, tell us. Sadly, on StreamYard, I can't do the poll unless I flip over here. So whilst you're, let me see if I can pull you up on here. I might need to pull you up on two different... um, servers i don't know whether they let me know if you see the poll if i do this does this does this work if i uh oh, you're doing doubles uh, i'm doing doubles yeah uh poll oh yeah start a poll did you what's the question agree hmm. with suella's speech now if you don't know what the speech was about um the the gist of it 
we can't play any of it, can we? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Michelle very kindly pulled us together. It, it, this is abridged bits, but it's still quite long. So I might, I might nudge it on once it gets going. So just bear with me one second. I'm having to, has the poll come up for yeah. you guys? Yeah, someone I enjoyed her speech. I enjoyed her speech. I thought it was Margaret Thatcherish. Um, Another strong woman getting knocked back. Methinks interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and we, I, we will discuss. And I think it's interesting that you say that because I do think I was talking yesterday, wasn't I, jokingly about the merchandise shop at the Tory Party conference and what they're selling in there, Toby mugs. And apparently, the the biggest selling item of merch at the Tory Party conference is a Toby mug of Margaret Thatcher and and T-shirts with her exclamation "No, no, no!" You know, to anything vaguely sort of reasonable. Um. So, but I think. What she has tapped into, Jackie Key, and I think my nan would have been part of this kind of entourage, I think nan would have really liked Suella Braverman a lot, is this no-nonsense, don't pussyfoot around, have a slap around the head, pull your, pull your pants up, get on, and, you know, and pull up your breeches and all this kind of malarkey. She, she's about that, isn't she? So I can, see how the, I can see how the cut of her jib appeals to certain people, for sure. Um, but she doesn't appeal to me. I find it utterly offensive. So I'm just lay, laying, I'm putting that out there now. But let's have a listen to some That's of what she said. The most powerful forces reshaping our world to do is unprecedented mass migration. Everything that she says for me. The wind of change that carried my own parents across the globe in the 20th century was a mere gust compared to the hurricane that is coming. Let's just pause there. Let's just, let's just pause there for a minute. The 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 the, the wind, the sort of the, the the sort of slightly sort of the wind, the breeze that brought. It felt like I'm sorry to sorry to say this. I felt like she was saying she'd almost put herself, her family, and her sort of intergenerational origins outside of herself into a third person category because i don't know how you can draw a distinction between a gust or a blow or a draft that brought her and her family here a gentle warm breeze a gentle warm breeze and then describe what's happening now as a hurricane and not think that just because the gust has got more powerful the hurricane isn't full of equally equivalent people to who she was in the original breeze Yeah, that's the bit. Reese Roberts, as a person of color, I'm abhorrently disgusted by her expression. River, you know, I, I, I hurricane, hurricane. Okay, what but did you think of that? It's dog phrase? whistling. It's like getting whipping up hate. I feel and fear in people and distraction from all the things that need to be attended to. Let us not forget they've been in power for 13 years, and they seem to have. The barefaced cheek to keep blaming <laughs> other people. I mean, you could, look, it's simple. Why don't they come up with a plan on how people can make safe uh, application for asylum? Why is that never discussed? And but I think hurricane. to frighten people with words like hurricane, a hurricane, I, I it's so. very... It's very emotive, it's inflammatory. isn't it? And it's inflammatory. inflammatory. It's totally inflammatory. And for me, it was it was it was Enoch Powell esque. I'm afraid. Do you know the bit I and just found absolutely terrifying when that man that was taken well, out yeah, by the secret police? The secret police. Yeah, they looked like 
bundled there, out. There was a conservative member of the of the party uh, who was quietly heckling. I mean, Quiet. apparently he wasn't. He was kind of an absolute rubbish. Yes, yeah, so no, that's not true because she was saying something. I, I, it was something gender was specific, wasn't it? So I just want to I just want to reiterate that I would. The question I'd want to ask Suella Braverman today is: How do you draw a distinction between the the benign? sort of almost nostalgic, justified and excusable and a permissible breeze that brought you and your family in versus some sense that this hurricane, it, because it's a hurricane, means that everyone else is undeserving. I just think it's, I think it's really odd. Now, the rest of her speech kind of goes on to talk about it's anti-woke. And I don't know if you remember we were saying here a while back, this is all about culture wars. This is all about, they've got, they can't win this on on record they can't win this on policy they're backed into a corner with the economy as is everyone in the in, you know most countries they've got nothing are, that they got... can refer to that no. they can say what a good job we've done so they're just going to whip up people's fear and hate which is why of course the male the male right-wing press will absolutely love this um what was this uh Michu? she can't say what she really wants to say climate will cause massive migration and we might have to resort to force to keep people out that's what she won't say but is thinking you see the problem with migration isn't it's a bit like drug taking and all these kind of things it's not about whether it's not about whether it will or won't happen it's going to keep happening and it's going to get bigger and you have to get to a place where you have to decide you know what does the entire west do about this she's mm. going for enoch power rhetoric and it's deliberate do you want my prediction of what's going to happen in the future there's a book called the war i Mm, oh, suggested it to you. This was written a few years ago. If anyone can remember the name of the author, we reviewed it actually in the No Name Sunday show years ago. I think the the weirdest thing about this country is going to be our island nature. I think we are one of the few countries in the world, certainly in the developed world and part of Europe or the European Peninsula or whatever, that has the sheer geographical capacity to hold ourselves at arm's length. That's one of the reasons why I think there's always been this sense that the Brits feel we're slightly more superior to the to the Europeans. If you look at, you know, international politics during the turn of, you know, the, uh, the beginning of the 20th century, it was all about, we we had a, we, we knew what we were about. We had an empire. We were kind of cleverer, the cleverer, better, smarter, and all this. Um, and, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, a small island that has net naturally sort of protective, if you like, boundaries, if they can monitor the seas, we are, in 100 years or so, going to be in a torrid place of severe, severe control of uh, our borders. And, and in a way, John Lanchester, thank you so much, Reese Roberts. In a way, this is, as someone at me just said, the book, the this, is, this is the beginning of getting to a place where, you know, we are going to be presented at some point with a dilemma that is a real dilemma, regardless of political persuasion, which is because of climate change and because of the economics of the planet and because of increasing conflict due to climate change and migration of people. What the hell are we going to do? What the hell is anyone going to do? Mm. But she's kind of this. This is this is their last roll of the dice, really. This is their sort of, we can't do anything other than sort of go for culture wars. Sorry, which one do you want to get that one? Joan McKenna. Oh, God. Sorry. Reese Mogg is your MP. Oh, he's just as disgusting and sadly isn't my MP. I can't stand him, but he sits in a safe seat. There's a lot of political awareness in these safe seats and they're gullible to the fear rhetoric. So what else did she have to say? Should we have a this? Mm -hmm. We concreted over the countryside, turned our cities into one vast building site and erected skyscrapers from Eastbourne to Elgin, from Hull to Holyhead. It's still wouldn't be enough. Demand will always outstrip 
supply. I know it, you know it, and the voters know it. Oh the decency of the British people cannot be questioned. But they also, they also care deeply about overall numbers. In poll after poll, the British people have been clear. Immigration is already too high. Too many overseas students were bringing their dependents here to the UK. So we've changed the rules to ensure that a student visa is not a route for whole families to come and live and work in the UK. And be under no illusion, we will do whatever it takes to stop the boats and deter bogus asylum seekers. The training, the training for this speech, the pauses, that, you know, anyone that thinks that this is like an organic speech, can't you see the absolute, yeah. the pausing, the holding, the, I find it cringe. I don't want to show any more of her, but really I, I, I did pull some headlines out here. So she warned of the hurricane of mass migration. She attacked the luxury beliefs of liberal-leaning people in a, in she a, gets in very a speech. Personal, she, she gets very personal. She says, yeah, in your ivory tower, it's all all right. But you guys, you essentially left-wing-leaning, media-lovey types... Like you're the ones who are going to be using all of these migrants to mow your lawns. That, that was, that was, uh, she argued that Brit Britain would go properly woke under a Labour government with people chased out of their jobs for saying that a man can't be a woman, scolded for rejecting that they are beneficiaries of institutional racism. Uh, she got angry that people are having a go at the Conservative London Assembly member who, let's not face it, this week said Jewish people are scared of Sadiq Khan. Um, she said about the wind of change and how it's become a hurricane, and I think a hurricane means it's it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a much worse thing. Uh, she told delegates that the party stood with a hard-working, common-sense majority against the few privileged, woke minority with luxury beliefs. People with luxury beliefs will flo flock to Labour at the next election because that's the way the, to get the kind of society they want. They like open borders. The migrants coming in won't be taking their jobs. In fact, they're more likely to have them mowing their lawns. They love soft sentences. Uh, she said that the Human Rights Act should, in fact, be called the Criminal Rights Act. I mean, this is this is hardcore. This is hardcore. So basically, what she's saying well, is, if hate you... of everyone that doesn't completely agree with her. I mean, the poor chap that was bundled out for just saying, "Oh, Toby, sorry, excuse me, I don't agree." She said he 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 was a bit silly, but now he should be forgiven and allowed back into the conference. Slapped on his wrist. I've never seen a heckler less of a heckler. I've seen a. I've never <laughs> seen a less heckling heckler. Didn't even raise his voice. Did, totally said well, that's really straight away. No, no, like this. It reminded me like of those like, secret police, like in Russia and stuff, when you're just bundled off. And be you might Suella, never be and seen I'll be again. the heckler. You'd be sort of be saying something about hurricanes and stuff. Yes, and the, you know the soft breeze that brought well, my family is, is in, really, really and now the hurricane, hurricane that is hurtling towards us. Bundled out. <laughs> Taken out of the contract, out making notes, but she's forgiven him apparently now. Oh, that's good. I mean that 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 scares the shit out. Of but me, the thing the thing here again, which uh, you know, even forget James O'Brien and people like that. Well, Sheila Fogarty was saying. So what we're saying now is, is that if you uh, believe in human compassion, you're a liberal lovey. You're you're you're, you're, you're a woke woke living in lovey. an ivory tower. I mean, let's get real here. Who in the, in Who the Tory she? party 
is, you know, it representing and knows anything about the average person. This is the bit about the whole thing. Okay, that's can that's someone like hit... building up the yeah. hate against journalists, against decent journalism, against, against debate, against uh, any kind of like heartfelt challenge, anything challenge, anything any compassion. She's trying to whip up hate against anybody like that and say that these people just live a luxury life. Okay, we have some conservative supporters here, obviously. I'm not anti all conservatives either. Yeah, I'm a huge oh, fan, believe no. it or not, of Kenneth Clark. And I think there are huge elements and aspects of conservative ideology that can work. But here, this bit I don't understand. This is the bit I really... Can someone who's a conservative voter or party member please explain this to me? When a woman who was literally dressed as an ivory tower. I mean, that's what she was dressed the, as. What, the white, and they were all one. dressed in white, yeah. I found very Because Rupert, Rupert Murdoch did this two weeks ago and he sort of handed over the reins of his, his, his empire. He said, you know, we are in, in sort of thrall to the woke kind of, so hang on a minute, you're in charge of nearly all our media. So how can you, you or we or anyone actually be enthralled to anything? You control the governments that come in. What I don't understand is how do people who are much lower down the earning threshold or whatever, when they hear this woman saying this, who do they think she is? Exactly. Do they, do, does also, she get a free pass from the Ivory Tower? How people in the North that moved over to the Tories, you know, is, is this going to help them forget how much actually they Brexit. have been yeah. shafted by the Tory government and all that they promised them? You know, you listen to Andy Burnham. That's the person to listen to on how, how the North has been deserted. Let's have a few of your comments. Because my worry is, is that it taps into the DNA of the Brits, which is this idea of, unfortunately, that a mass population on some level doffs its cap and just goes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And that's yes, what Reece, the Reese Mogg's thing. And that's the Reese Mogg thing. And I think, in a sense, what's dangerous for me, and I've talked about this before, and I'm going to say it. What's dangerous for me is that precisely because she is a woman of colour uh, from a different like background, she can't be racist. suddenly she can't be racist. And suddenly, in a, in a weird way, it, be, it opens the flood doors, to use an, another analogy, to, to language like this. And actually the sanctioning of an attitude that couldn't actually come out the mouths, or would, it would be much more troublesome if it came out the mouths of a white politician saying it. And I think that potentially is strategically something yeah. that we well, need to be really careful before, about with, with the Tory party is that, yes, you could argue they have more women in power, they have more people of colour in high positions of power, but does that do a disservice? And there was a really compelling um, Nigerian priest rang into LBC yesterday, was nearly being shut down by Nick Ferrari. And to be fair to Nick Ferrari, he realised he kind of misjudged this guy. And he was making the point about, is it Kem Femi Badenoch? Yes, yeah. He said... I need to scream it loud and proud. These so, this so-called black Nigerian conservative MP is totally unrepresentative oh, yeah. of most black people yeah. from Nigeria's Reece experiences. He says this a lot, don't you, Reese? And I think yeah. the Tory party know this. This is a tokenism from within the party in order to sanction an extremism yeah. that they need to get out into the yeah. country. Yeah, yeah. Tokenism yeah. to sanction extremism. And that's dangerous. It's really dangerous. This is this speech yesterday. This speech yesterday is on a par with Enoch Powell. Yeah, I'm telling you now, it's it's really and it's the way to distract from everything else that the Tories have been up to, and it's the way to whip up hate and anger and drive and make people think, "Oh my God, we need to keep the Tories in." 
The <laughs> hurricane of immigrants that are going to come and take our jobs, take our Jenny, schools, take our our houses. That's what this is all about. It's distraction. It's red meat again, isn't Jenny it? Jenny J, I get racist comments from people of colour. I don't think anyone said everyone can be everyone can everyone be racist. Everyone can be yeah, racist. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, she didn't want to talk about her family when interviewed the other day. Now she does when it suits her all stage, says Anne-Marie Lucker. I do want, is there any Conservative fans who can explain what seems like a huge contradiction around someone in an ivory tower telling an audience and a, and a population that to anyone not that doesn't to agree with in her is living in, a, in the luxury of an ivory tower and that's why they can say what they're saying. I don't understand how she's not subjected to the same ivory towerness. Because it's just incredible the way they always say this, isn't it? I mean, people still think that Boris knew something about their lives. You know, Boris, this is oh, what Boris what used mean. to yeah, sell, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Um, just like all the rest of oh, well, you. I'll tell you what it is. That, all well, that I mean, privilege. we know what it is. We, 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 the reason, the, and, 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 and in, a, in a sense, the answer is in the question and it is and is in what she's delivering. The answer is she is generating, and I am going to use the analogy that unfortunately Gary Lineker used, she is using similar tonal language and she's appealing to similar impulses of disenfranchisement within a population that were used in pre-World War II Weimar Republic Germany. It's it, all of our problems are their fault. All of our problems are their fault. And it's not just migrants now, it's also, uh, you know, liberal, uh, vegan and eating, anyone, that disagrees. Yeah, anyone who challenges anything couldn't be compassionate or actually think maybe you haven't thought this through. You're just signing up to some ludicrous kind of, you know, uh, wokery. So, uh, you know, uh, now you could say, oh, it doesn't really matter. It was interesting seeing what's it, if, if, Yvonne Fletcher, what's the name of Ed Balls' wife? Uh, Yvonne, is it Yvonne oh, Fletcher? Yvette, no, not Fletcher. Yvette Fletcher. Yvette. Yeah. She was really sort of cavalier. She, she didn't seem to have any issue with it. I'm amazed that the Labour Party haven't come out more vociferously against what it. What did she say? Well, she was just like, oh, she hasn't got any specifics. She hasn't got anything. It was, well, I mean, she hasn't. She hasn't got any answers, no, no, no. actually. It was all rhetoric. But I suppose if the Labour Party was seen to react too strongly, then it would they'd fall into the bear trap that old Suella Bravman is, in a sense, setting for them. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting watching how the Labour Party kind of ma manoeuvre themselves around this really hot potato, which, let's face it, the press and the Tories are doing a good job of parking at the middle, wokery and and... This whole kind of, you know, political correctness. You, you can almost feel sometimes how the Labour Party are checkmated by themselves. They're trying to predict what's the best way, for, you know, all that stuff around, you know, um, Starmer not knowing whether to say a woman has a penis and all that kind of stuff. You know, they're trying to they're trying to really confuse things and, and, and spice things up in a way so that we all kind of end up going, no, no. You know, what was the other news yesterday that uh, trans women wouldn't be treated in women's wards now? All of that's a topic to be discussed separately. To, to put that at the centre of your, your conference, you can feel what they're doing. Yeah. You can feel what they're trying to do. Yeah. And I just don't, I still, I, I'm, I'm desperate for a Tory vote to say, why, why are people doffing their caps? Because it's hate language. It's, it's actually hate speech. That's what it is. Dig, dig into it. It is. Even the Reform Party guy said, I watched her speech and I thought, hang on, that's ours. And he's, he's, that, he's that really, you know, he's the Nigel Farage And they mate. want Nigel Farage back, don't they? I mean, Reese was... I, Reece I heard was, Nigel Farage apparently was smoking a great big fat reefer and he said she's gone too far. He's been She's gone too far. He said her speech was rubbish. <laughs> I just saw him. <laughs> Did he? It's full of rhetoric. Load of old rubbish. Okay. Why is everyone getting well, excited let's get on to about the, it? Let's get on to the stuff that really matters. Let's get on to the Beckhams. <laughs> 
Let's have a chat about the Beckhams. That's uh, that's. Um, let me just remove that. So tell us about. Let, let, so this is a new series, isn't it? Four part series. Four part from series from Netflix. They had a big glitzy premiere of it yesterday, yeah, they didn't are. they? Did they? Yeah. Is anyone here? Let me just go. I'm just going to go over to the other side just to close that poll because I think the poll might have worked. What's your take on it? Are you going to be watching it, Ned? Well, first of all, I, I really like the Beckhams. And I know lots of people that know them, you know, quite well. And you never hear a bad word about them. I think they're good, decent people. And I think... Yeah, I don't feel um, anything hostile yeah. about them at all. But, but it seems that they have been through... A hell of a lot over the years. Well, be, be careful when you say hostility. that because if, if, if you if you have any wealth, any success, yeah. and any profile, this and is, you go through hell, you, you're deserving of zero sympathy. This is this is really what I hate. That if people have any privilege, if they, I mean, of course, they're ludicrously wealthy. I think they're worth about three hundred eighty million. You know, homes all over the world, beauty, children, everything. But it doesn't mean that you don't suffer the same. Slings and arrows about yeah, it's just you don't have to worry about money. I mean, you know, she has. They did. They have addressed the whole Rebecca Lose. This is them um, when they were younger. Period. Uh, let's have a look. That's Rebecca Lose. Do you remember Rebecca? Lewis? Well, actually, before Rebecca Lose, just when he had this, when he, was it Argentina? Mm, when he, um, mm. when he was it a foul? Yeah, he he gave. Well, he was given a red card and sent off. He'd fouled yeah. someone. I can't and remember. He was twenty. Yeah, it was a I mean, so young. And yeah. Victoria in the documentary says that uh, Glenn Hoddle sort of went out and blamed him. I didn't know publicly. this. Why did anyone else know and this? It, and, you know, and it seems in her opinion, obviously we haven't seen the Netflix documentary yet. This is just what I've read. That that she felt like, that, that, that you know, really hell was unleashed on them. He went into a clinical depression. They He feared for his life. They had... You know, effigies were being burned. Effigies burn, all these th threats. Um, he talks about actually when Brooklyn was born, and um, you know, Victoria wanted them to like him to get up on the bed with her and the mm. baby, and he couldn't because he was so terrified. He just sat opposite the door, terrified that somebody was going to come in and steal the baby mm. because the amount of kidnap threats that they'd had and everything. And you know. They haven't sort of peddled this out over years, over and over again, you know, because they'll, they'll I, I don't hear this as a celebrity's woe is me. I mean, we don't, we haven't seen the documentary. What I, what I, Jane, how it good comes, point, you forget how young they were. Yeah, Absolutely. what comes across to me is there two young people that were thrown into a huge amount of fame and fortune and the way that so much of the country treated him mm. it's just well i mean i do remember i seem to remember being in a pub horrible. when it all happened it was it was a time when i don't know maybe football was more important or the possibility of success it was it was no but i think emotions, added but... to it he was so good looking yeah yeah that's what was added to it yeah. this was about the jealousy mm. of being the good looking boy that had it all that was mm. marrying a spice girl Probably if he'd looked a bit more like a bag of spanners, it wouldn't have gone down so badly for him. I felt for him, he did say the other day, I saw a headline, and maybe it was part of the kind of press push for the Netflix series. He said something like, you know, I think people have possibly forgotten how good I was. And I, I think he's got a fair point there because he wasn't, I mean, he scored goals, obviously. And when he did, they were magnificent. But he was not he was a, a midfield footballer. He was an incredibly astute and intelligent footballer. He knew how to set other players up. He knew he was part of the squad. And so I do think sometimes it gets forgotten because of his fame and his looks. And, and sometimes the whole spice in this country, we like know. to pull people down yeah, when they're visit. doing really well. It's weird. I mean, if, I don't know anything it's about jealousy. football. Jealousy. But, you know, if he was that great a footballer, forgive him and move on because 
as far as I Yeah, I was like, you know, and then they talk about, you know, she does, they do address the Rebecca Lou's Oh, yeah, look situation. at this, Sarah Witherington. Look, I remember the newspaper with Beckham's face on a dartboard picture. God, I'm like, when you think of where we've come to now, re-mental health, you could... You, you just, wow. well, no, but it's quite rewarding, actually, isn't well, no, it? it? Because is, you think we mean. have moved on. We just wouldn't accept that now as a society. No, no. Um, and, yeah, living with that kind of fear. You know, it's like having... Thousands and thousands of potential stalkers, isn't it? If you're thinking at any minute yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. he would get spat at, yeah. people would spit at him. So what just about the, abuse him? What about the Rebecca Lou's thing? Now apparently they don't really say much, do they? Well, do you remember yeah, this? They story? don't say it happened, but they say it was. She, she talks about how it was the very worst time of her life. He talks about how he was young, he was sent to Spain, he didn't know anyone, he was lonely, he didn't have his it's family, it's he didn't have the affair, language. Is that what they allege? Um, and, uh, God, do you remember what a massive story? I remember was? having, uh, yes. A massive story in that, like, photograph of them yeah, shading yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I remember, I mean, I'm a very different person now, but I remember at the time, just being so fascinated by this and did yeah. it happen, didn't it happen. You get older, you get wiser and you realise these are people's lives, mm. you know, and they mm. can be destroyed by this. And he talks about apparently, you know, they were being, I remembered this actually when I saw this, they were being uh, filmed live every time they took the kids to school that was going wow. out, beamed out live on Spanish television. Wow. And, you know, many of us, myself included, were gobbling up all this stuff about mm. these two very young people mm. that had obviously something had gone on and they were destroyed and they were in love. And, you know, can you imagine what that was like for her? Oh, my God. Mm. Because also people would have, you know, been jealous of her and would have been like, you know, feeding on that thing of like somebody mm. being brought down. I mean, that certainly wasn't, I never felt that, but I was fascinated by the whole thing. Turquoise Turtle, um, not wishing to stir up any hate, wondering, are we supposed to forgive him because he's a celebrity? I, I suppose the question there, Turquoise Turtle, is what are you, not, what are you not forgiving him for? Is it, what do you mean, the affair or the football mistake? Oh, the football. I mean, you know. Well, look, I mean, look. I don't think it's our position to forgive somebody or not. I mean, I think the thing is that's that would be, if the affair did ha happen, that would be down to Victoria. And it was interesting because well, she, she talks about, she then went to Spain and she was absolutely miserable. You know, mm. her language couldn't find the house, da, da, da. So then they moved to LA. So, you know, if you're looking at this in the celebrity map, oh, look, they're in this lovely fingers, but oh, look, they're in lovely in LA. She goes to LA and she's so relieved because she was so, so miserable in Spain. And then he says, oh, I'm going off to, was it Italy? Yeah. You know, so it's just, I think, again, I mean, what's the point of this? The point mm. is you can so easily, it's the Instagram versus reality, it's the it's mm. the showbiz. People still have feelings. People still have their battles. And, agree, you know, you me. can envy people's lives mm. and not know at all what kind of hell that they're going on. So it's just best to just focus on your own life. Yeah, yeah, isn't I it? agree. I agree. Um, wow. And as I say, I've met her briefly and I found it absolutely charming well, a lot of people and lovely. Say her, she's got a very dry sense of humour, hasn't she? she? There's one bit where she says, um, I mean, imagine this, a young girl, she comes out to the foot to watch her guy that she's madly in love with play football. She has, she's got 75,000 people screaming, posh takes it up the arse. And she said she came down and she sat next to this frightfully, frightfully posh woman and she said to her, she the so woman. she said, 
would you like a polo? She said, poor woman, what else was she going to say when I've, that was I've, being chanted across I the... I think being offered a polo when everyone was shouting, take it up the yeah, arse is, is I an mean, absolutely apt response. But also. I mean, like, you know, again, what was she, 20, 23? Imagine that's Outrageous. your daughter. Outrageous. Yeah. Idiot. So I think it will be... I mean, I wonder how many people will watch it. I think people are endlessly fascinated in the Beckhams and they so rarely say things. Mm. I think they're a less polarising couple than, say, Harry and Meghan, aren't they? Oh, they're, God, they're, there's I mean, no they're, comparison. They're not. They're not there's the no comparison, of, yeah. no. Okay, well, I mean, I do worry that some of these things, great, great clickbait, we'll all go and watch it, it, but will it say anything? Will what? they say anything? I wonder anything? why you did it. Well, apparently someone said there was a Rooney documentary, was there? Is there is everyone getting Yeah, there was. Um, yeah. Okay, well, we've run over, so I just want to quickly just rush through this story. Um, apparently, a government, a government minister today was saying, if you're in a shop and you see someone shoplifting, have a go. Why don't you have a go? Citizens' arrests are a thing. Here's footage uh, or photographs in the Daily Mail of some people, have a go heroes, getting some... Um, actually, you know, apprehending some people who were shoplifting. Um, but shop, shoplifting, the shoplifting crisis is so... They tied so, them to a lamppost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so enormous. I wouldn't recommend taking responsibility for this yourself. No. The idea that we should somehow be responsible Is this for... line, police can't be everywhere? Well, I'm... A... Okay, Mr. Well, Minister, what we'd like to say is we don't feel like the police are anywhere. Yeah, it's not We don't call it's the anywhere. police if we get exactly. burgled. We don't call the police if our car gets burgled. We don't yeah. call the police if we're sexually, sexually assaulted. Harassed. You know, so so let's just leave them at least with the shoplifting. Well, yeah, okay. So, But, but just interestingly, the co cooperative shop, you know, co-op, the co-op, they, they, to shoplifting last year alone, just the co-op, um, uh, lost thirty million pounds. Now, of course, they're a multi-billion-pound, multi-million-pound kind of company, and what have you. But that's going up. And and what's really worrying is more and more the the, the yes, you get an individual shoplifter. But what's happening was when a lot of them are being chased out, and there's a lot of people phoning the radio station today. LBC, a lot of uh, security personnel, a lot of shot. You know, um, you know, either security for a place like Westfields for a shopping arcade, or individual shop security have said that when they do chase people down, they're off often at the end of the chase, finding them up against five people with a vehicle, at which point they stop and have to turn around and go back. Um, so there was, they're even also, talking on the radio today, Nick Ferrari was suggesting that they need to get a lower grade taser that shop assistants, shop security systems can use to at least immobilize temporarily no, so that the half that. an hour it takes for the no. police to get there can get there. What do, what do you do? No, you can't have that. You just literally cannot have that. That will be Armageddon. But, you know, how, I mean, how capitalist is that? You know, we're always told not to intervene. But, hey, intervene when you are protecting the finances of a multi-million pound company i mean if they've lost 30 million how much did they make well that, always told not to intervene why would we intervene over over pounds and pence well yeah exactly and i don't think it's down to the public attacked. it's got to be down to the shops hasn't it surely it has to be down to the shops oh my god anyway, i feel like so the world's gone one. mad okay so um, that, just, but, just... but donald trump has a very simple solution he says shoot them all is that is he actually said that said, yeah, and he says, because in America, the, the cost to retail, I think, is some ludicrous figure like 20 billion. It's an enormous amount that's been lost to theft, store theft. But, uh, but Trump's answer is, you, you, you still, you get shot. Can we just quickly show them these cupcakes? Yes, we're going to do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have a look at these. Have we got to do birthdays as well? Yeah, we'll, we'll do the birthdays, birthdays after this. So this girl 
she makes these viral, these cupcakes that have gone viral, and she's now booked out till 2026. Look at that. Isn't that amazing? That's great. I bet, do, my, cupcakes always look great, and then you eat them, and oh, they taste of nothing. Them. No, I wouldn't want to eat it. Look at I, like that. That. I like that. Craig's steak pie. That's great. And look oh, at that. A yes. chicken nugget meal. That's idyllic. That's lovely. I mean, isn't that extraordinary? That's lovely. Vicky as well. Sorry, I've got a few birthdays. Yeah, they're, they're great. You wouldn't want to I eat them, I could never make anything like that. But I just, the skill in that, I'm yeah. just like, wow, that takes some serious... Yeah. But you could start off by practicing with Play-Doh. I like or those. I like those. Um, I and probably... No, I couldn't. I mean, look how brilliant. I mean, it's just immaculate, isn't it? Anyway, uh, don't even think about ordering any. No. She's booked up till 2026. And Vicky, we will. And also, finally, uh, it's the British Conquer Championships this Sunday. And God forbid, this, the climate change has taken its toll on Conquers to such an extent that they are so soft and gooey that even the World Conquer Championships this Sunday are going to allow contestants to bake their Conquers. Good God. It's nothing sacred. We're baking conquers. Okay, so we've got three birthdays. Sophia Lopez. Oh, what's her name? That's a good point. We should give the name of that. Let oh. me, I'll find it. I'll find yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, I've got it here. I've got it here. Let me just find it here. Yeah, follow her on name Instagram. is Baker Ashley Calder. Calder. C-A-L-D-E-R. Ashley Calder. C-A-L-D-E-R. Okay. So happy birthday to Sophia Lopez. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sophia Lopez. Happy birthday to you. I like the way you did the soft sh on the um, Happy birthday to Abby. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Abby. Happy birthday to you. And a happy birthday to Vicky. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Vicky. Happy birthday to you. And it's a happy birthday. We missed it. Happy sixth birthday to Marina. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Marina. Happy birthday to you. Love Sending you lots of love, guys. And guys, don't forget there is um, a home time family reality show going out tonight. Don't miss it. Also, please subscribe to the channel. It costs you nothing. It's nice for us. We put a lot of work into our lovely channel. And um, it's really nice when people subscribe and tell all your friends. We're now going to wave through the medium of our hands. <laughs>